guys, welcome to Cut the Karma. I'm Jess. And I'm Julie. And we are two entrepreneurial sisters and mothers who are into spirituality. We're trying to do better and be better in our everyday lives, and we're sharing our journeys to inspire you to do the same. I get so hyped. Jess and I listen to our intro every single time to get us hype. And it's like we're walking out into like a uh, talk show. Yes. <laughs> we're the next. Well, no, we're not. I was going to say we're the next like Oprah is like on the Why talk show. Are you, but you, is imposter syndrome holding you down? It is. Let's pull it in. <laughs> Come on. Who can touch Oprah? Oh, my God. So yeah, I don't so know. I love her intro. It me gets too. us hyped. But yes. We want to like we dance every time we hear it. To, get us excited. So today we're talking about the law of humility. What you resist persists. That's a really big one. Um, and for me, when I think of this, our intuition gives us a yes and a no signal all day, every day. And the no signal is like red flags that are thrown our way to tell us not to do something. We're like taps on our shoulders. I like to think of it as a whole bunch of different things. Like tap on your shoulder, a no, a red flag, breadcrumbs, a whisper, a nudge. But these whispers, if you're resisting something, that's like a negative thing. You shouldn't do it. So it's always has like a physiological response attached to it that's contracted it's negative it's a sour feeling in your stomach it's a uh, type mm-hmm. uh. you know what i mean like uh i shouldn't do that or yeah. don't oh, oh i don't you feel know? like doing that you know what um spirit shows me a lot in sessions is yeah. i met with a rubber wall and my forehead hits it yeah, that's so funny and yeah. it bounces yeah, back yeah it bounces back it's like don't do that that's don't go so, funny. so you know how like a bird will fly into a window <laughs> and, <laughs> and, collapse. and collapse that's what they do to me wow. they'll do that or their hand will go up like stop like um someone conducting traffic okay or they're showing me a stop sign so for each person it's completely different when your intuition says no what is your red flag um you mean how do i feel when i get a red flag yeah from your intuition oh it's either it's like a a gut wrenching kind of like twisting thing or it's like um like a nervous anxious flutter in my heart yes i know that i feel like there's Two, yeah, definitely two different things. I think the gut-wrenching thing comes later when I'm not listening to that anxious flutter in my heart. Okay, I get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. because so I get the signs, you know, uh, visually, but, you know, feeling them is really big too. It's kind of like a little nauseous thing too. And I can get it confused with being excited nervous or n- oh, okay, and yeah. excited. It's like a whole nervous anxiety excitement thing for me. So what's been my challenge is differentiating between those feelings. Okay. Right? Like there's been times that I'm like hanging out with a new guy Mm -hmm. and I'm getting like those nervous butterflies. Oh my God. So here I have to say something. So Jess. Oh, I'm scared. So when she will hang out with like a new guy, (laughs) um, I, so I cannot read a person unless I have their permission. Okay. But. 
this is not my fault if I'm just like <laughs> pushing Wesley in a stroller, walking down the street, trying to get my exercise in. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I start getting like feelings about the guy that Jesse is dating. Because it happens a lot. Because it happens sometimes. And I'm not searching for it. I'm not looking for it. But I do feel as though it's somebody out there trying to get our attention to be like, hey, she's not listening to the red flags. And so I'll be like, um, Jess. There's just something, something's just a little off. And she'd be like, no, it's because of this. And no, because, and I know she feels it in her gut, but she's like, he's, you know, she's but like, he's hot. Yeah, I was just going to say, but he's hot and he's, he's nice to me to my face. I'm like, yeah, but you don't know what he's doing behind your face. Like, and I'm, and I get like all of these, you know, feelings. And, and then she doesn't know how to bring it up to I me. Can't, I can't tell her what to do because then I'm walking into her karma. And so you have to be careful, you guys, with other people's karma and walking into it. Meaning you can give them advice or talk to them about a situation, but you can't heavily persuade them to do one thing or another because then you pull their energy into your own life and then you will start to attract that wow that's okay. pretty cool i'm sorry if you hear my daughter um, screaming <laughs> she's in the background but she's being taken care of yeah she's fine by she, my kids so. yeah <laughs> i hope everything's fine um so you know you really have to watch out with karma um, how much you get involved in other people's lives and situations. So I would kind of like dip my toe in and, and because I have so much integrity around this work that like, I feel like because I'm getting something, I can't, I don't feel rightfully telling Jess and divulging what I'm getting because I didn't get permission from that person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, crap, I'm stuck in like such a hard position. And I'm always like, Julie, just tell me what you see. Just what's happening. Just tell me. And she's like, no, I can't. So then I'll do something like the law of three. So I'll ask my guides or Jess's guides or spirit. Like if I'm supposed to tell Jess this message, can you show me a green owl, a symbol of a green owl three times? And mm -hmm. if I am like looking through a catalog of like toys or something and I see a green owl, that's one sign. You know, if I'm out for a walk and someone has like a lawn ornament, you know, that's another, you know. Um, so I will ask from spirit, um, did you tell me this so I can deliver it? Because there is a reason why I'm being told as well. But I think that it's also me to open up conversation to Jess. Like, are you really into this, dude? Like, have you thought about this? Because I need yeah. to be, um, like, prompted a yeah, lot of sometimes times. Because, because I do know that you are listening to your intuition. Because with one person I'm thinking of specifically, I think you dated him a couple of years ago. And it was during the summertime. I know and who you're thinking yeah, of. Yeah, <laughs> and I was getting these messages. And I'm like, crap, she's so, she is like smitten over him. But at the same time, you would come to me and be like, I feel like something's off, but I'm getting my period. So maybe I'm thinking too deeply about it. Yeah. And she'd be like, I think something was off, but da-da-da. And I'm like, no. I would make excuses. No. Yeah. 
make excuses for those red flags. Right. And what you resist persists and something wound up happening that was just off the cuff weird. Weird. I just don't understand it. So weird. Doesn't make sense. It was not right. Out it of was nowhere. just like, what is this dude? Yeah, like it just wasn't right. So she resisted those red flags. So then all of a sudden sirens started going off. So you know, it was going to keep persisting until the universe cuts in. Because if you don't listen to your intuition for a long enough time, the universe is like, okay, man, I know that you have free will and you have the ability to do whatever you want with your life, but you're going so off course, I really have to rein you back in. So I'm going to like, if anyone's into tarot, like the tarot card, like lightning, your, you know, your castle breaks, you're falling out of the window, you know, of the castle, like I'm going to crumble this situation because it can't be any longer. And the universe will do that when you don't listen to your intuition enough. And then what happens is once it gets to that point, then that disrupts your life. So like what happened with me dating this guy, once it kind of like blew up at the end, where just this weird random like thing so happened. So odd and it's wrong. So, so odd. It like made work for me to kind of like clean up some yeah. stuff in in my life that wasn't even happening. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. Um, but it needed to happen. But it needed to happen because as soon as it happened, I didn't talk to him again. No. Like, How could you? Ever. Yeah. And it was just so strange. But... I feel like most women can relate to the whole relationship thing. And whether it's a marriage, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a friendship, um, you know, we can relate to not listening to those little nudges throughout our time with this person, person until it actually happens to where the universe steps in. Yeah. And women... I think we make excuses. And uh, you said something. You said people pleasing. Yeah, I think we're people little, pleasers. I don't think all women are because I've definitely met. I definitely let people who just lay, like say exactly what they want and what they mean and they don't have time for that shit and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And But I do think a lot of people, because we are taught to keep peace in our external world. Mm -hmm. And so if we keep peace in our external world and we're not happy, war goes on inside of us. Mm -hmm. And that is not good. And we have to start changing the narrative, keep peace within us so that peace can be given externally. Right. Okay. And I think, I also think of your marriage you yeah. know, you were married for how long? I feel like I, I mean, this law shows up in all of my relationships that I've ever been in. And specifically my marriage, I was married for seven years. Um, and it was, you know, towards the last few years of the marriage, um, there was a lot of stuff happening and we just kept pushing it under the rug. Like any, any red flag I would feel or anything that I was um, upset about or, you know, confused about. It's like we did not have great communication. So we did not keep an open dialogue with each other. So a lot of the stuff just got pushed under the rug. So we didn't have to address it because whenever we would address things, it would turn into a confrontation. 
It would turn into fighting. Nothing would get resolved. There was no solution that would come out of it except like tears Mm. and just more frustration Mm -hmm. and anger and then resentment. Mm. Right. So, um, I mean, push things under the rug, under the rug, under the rug for years until we had Mount Kilimanjaro (laughs) in our living room. Um, and until one day universe came in, slapped me upside the back of the head. (laughs) Right. Pulled the feet out from under you. Right. Pulled my feet out from under me. Exactly. And there was... And it was like, now what are you going to do? Exactly. Yeah. And trust, you know, make a long story short, trust was broken in our marriage. And we, I just, we could not recover from that. I couldn't recover from that. Sure. So yeah, pulled my feet out from under me, like exploded my world. And then instead of listening to those little nudges and finding ways to kind of like change the course or address them. Um, I mean, I ended up then having to just pick up the little explosion pieces of my life and build my life back up from the ground up, like one tiny little piece at a time at a time to now where I am today, um, which is amazing and I wouldn't change a thing. But I mean, a lot of heartache and a lot of um, sadness and and hate could have been avoided if you listened to those nudges. If I listened to those nudges from the beginning, if you didn't turn your cheek to it, right? You know, I went through that too. I wasn't married, but I was um, in a relationship for seven years myself, and I would say on and off for seven years. But basically, even when we were off, we were still in communication. But mm-hmm. we were just in cycles, and it was karmic cycles. I do believe that I had a past life with him, a couple, Ooh. and I believe that we brought that energy into this lifetime to heal ourselves, heal the relationship. Um, I, you know, I know that I healed myself from it. I have no idea what's going on with him. I really hope that he has. Um, but I, every day, multiple times a day, I received gut physiological responses that I shouldn't be where I was. The reason why I didn't go was because when I first started to date him, I was not doing so hot. I was pretty depressed and he was there to hold me during those times. And, you know, and, but I feel as though that he wasn't happy with his life either. So we were attracting each other at the same vibration. Misery enjoys company. Yes. And it also goes back to the law of creation. You boomerang what, what you are vibrating at. That's the people you're going to attract. Right. right? And so we were at the same vibration. And so it felt comfortable, but it wasn't healthy. Mm -hmm. And it just kept comfortable being comfortable. And his whole family became my family. Um, All of his friends became my friends. Just everything about him, I just sucked in and I became codependent on him. And listen, there were things that he offered me that I liked, you know, and, and, but I also knew that for me, I'm not saying that this is a type of person he is. I'm just saying for me, I knew that I wasn't going to go and be everything that I could when I just felt back 
fell back onto being comfortable all the time. Right. Right. So like, you know, growth can't happen if you're in your Mm -hmm. comfort zone all the time. But I was so afraid to leave that comfort zone because without him, I, yes, I would have my family and I love my family so much, but I would be alone. He, He was my foundation and my rock. And I was so afraid to walk through life by myself because I didn't trust myself. I didn't know who I was, where I was going, what I wanted to do. But finally I did it. Mm-hmm. And I did it because I couldn't feel that sour feeling in my stomach anymore. Mm-hmm. And also trust was broken and mm-hmm. I couldn't, I could not recover from it either. Um, and so I just, I chose the hard rather than the hurt. You chose the hard rather than the hurt, right? I chose the hard way of trying to build my own foundation rather than being hurt every day. Mm-hmm. It's like that, what's that quote? Um, I'm going to totally botch it, but yeah. you you know what I'm saying. But, you know, it um, something like it ended up hurting more for her to stay in the bud than to bloom. Or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't say it the way. Yeah. yeah, but I know what you're saying. I, that's kind of that was the quote that kind of like kept playing in my head. Well, I had a few quotes that kept playing in my head during the end of my marriage and trying to decide what to do, mm. whether to stay, whether to go. Mm-hmm. How am I gonna live? Like, how am I gonna rebuild my life? Mm-hmm. I have two little girls. You know, um, that one quote was basically like you know, staying in this situation is going to hurt 10 million times more than actually busting out of it yeah. and rebuilding yourself. Yeah. Plus the, the other quote was, um, this is, I think, an Einstein quote, the definition of insanity is doing is the doing, same thing yeah. over and over again, expecting it, different results. Expecting a That's different my, result. That's one of my favorite quotes. Me too. Yeah. Because you can apply that quote to everything in your life. Yeah. Really. It is true. So that's your favorite quote, but do you want to know one of my favorite prayers? Yes. It's the serenity prayer. Oh. So it's basically, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and wisdom to know the difference. And um, I know that a lot of people say that prayer who are in recovery but guess what i think that every one of us is recovering from something oh heck yeah or wants to know what we can do differently or better or if we can't change something how can we perceive it in a different way i think that this applies to everyone no matter where you're at in your life but no you're right we are all recovering from something and we're all healing yeah from traumas Every person is. Every single person is healing from traumas. Yeah. Their traumas might be different than yours, Mm -hmm. but everybody Mm -hmm. is. And just, I mean, that's that's a great prayer. It really is. It just kind of encompasses everything. So I think that for the law of humility, the solution to all of this is to notice that you have a problem or not a problem acknowledgement acknowledge that you have something going on that is just not healthy for you Mm -hmm. that's the first step is to acknowledge it and not to turn your cheek to it right you know and it's going to hurt yes it is it's going to hurt but it is so necessary for that step next step to heal and so 
I think doing that, I think then acknowledging that you have the power within you to make the change, Mm -hmm. that there are people around you to help and to support you because you're going to need support. Please don't try to do this alone. Yes. You know, I think doing something called the stacking method, which I teach in life coaching, which is basically like, okay, myself and Jess found ourselves newly out of a relationship and our pieces were crumbled everywhere. How do we, there's, it's overwhelming. There's so much to pick up. There's so much to reinvent. What do you do? Well, it's a stacking method. You take one thing and you would apply it to your life. And then once that becomes a practice and a daily habit, then you pull in something else and you add that on top. Mm -hmm. And then you keep adding. Don't try to do it all at the same time. It's never going to work. Yep. You know, and I think having, you know, um, prayers or, you know, faith, you know, I believe in God Mm -hmm. and my faith and my family and my journal helped me a lot. Yeah. What helped you? Um, my family, Mm -hmm. definitely the support and just the love Mm -hmm. and the presence of my family. Mm -hmm. Um, and my faith and just knowing that everything will be okay. It will, everything will be okay. Mm -hmm. And that's all I just kept repeating. That was like on repeat in my mind. You know, what spirit says a lot to, to not to eat every person because, but to certain people during sessions, they say, when have you never been not okay? You're right. always okay. Cause you will always, you, you always have your own back. You've never let yourself fail, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And so just have trust in yourself as well. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that was a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, Next week we're doing something a little bit different. Yeah, so we are going to start taking questions and comments from you guys, and we cannot wait for this. So our next episode is going to be completely directed towards answering questions, addressing comments, and we have a Gmail account. So send all of your questions and comments to cutthekarma at Gmail. And then we also have an Instagram account. So send everything to at cut the karma on instagram and visit us and just let's build a community there please pretty please (laughs) yeah come join us come join (laughs) us in the discussion yeah so we will see you next time with that and then we will come back to the other laws yeah all right guys bye bye